everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Speaking Tangentially. I am Cecilia, also known as Cess the Plug because I love to plug in numbers and get computing. Today with me I have another very special guest. Um, you guys will be excited. This is a relative of mine. Hexagon hunting. <laughs> oh, I like that one. So why did... Oh, everyone, this is my brother, Hunton. Um, he's two years older than me, sometimes three. Um, and he's back from college um, on winter break. He leaves tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Um, so why did you choose hexagon, Hunton? Um, hexagon's a cool shape. Yeah. I like the way that triangles can fit into it. How can triangles fit into hexagon? Well, you know when you're in elementary school and you're playing with those blocks and you have like the yellow hexagons and then you have the triangles that go inside of them, you can make... Oh, yeah! Yeah, you can make a trapezoid with three oh of them gosh. and with six of them you can make a hexagon of the triangles. And those are the equilateral... Yeah. Wow. Huh, forgot about that. Um, so... In college, though, are you are you playing with blocks, or are you doing more advanced stuff in the... Uh, we're doing more advanced stuff, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> what you, what uh, classes are you taking? Um, I just finished taking Calculus 2, and I'm starting Calculus 3 uh-huh. on Monday. And did you, you did take Calculus 1 at college, right? I did, yeah. I also took it at Waring. But... Right. So you took it in high school and in college, and the course in high school, though, was just Calc 1, but, like, I feel like, I don't know, did you cover as much in high school as you did in the Calc 1 block in college? Yeah, we covered more in high school than we did in college, but... Well, you had I don't think year. we covered it as well or as deeply as we did in college. Okay, and that can be expected. And then Calc 2 in college, was that any of the stuff that you had learned beforehand? In... Not really. No. Um, so that was like a fresh start. The thing about Calc 2, though, is it's really just a continuation of Calc 1. And at first it seems like you're doing whole, a whole new thing, but then... By the end of it, you realize how everything is connected, mm-hmm. and that it's all just building off of the stuff that you've already learned. Okay. Um, so at college you have blocks, um, which is one class for three and a half weeks. Yeah. So that makes it easy to take these courses one after the other, or at least more often than once a semester. Yeah, I took Calc 1 and Calc 2 in one semester. Right, so instead of having to take it in a whole year. Yeah. Um, and what is it like, though, learning um, pretty, like, difficult or challenging material in such a short amount of time in, like, a condensed class? It's pretty tough, usually, um, especially with math, because, like I said, it builds upon itself, so not only do you need to keep everything that you're learning during that class in your head when you're studying for an exam but you also have 
to keep everything that you learned before that's helping you with what you're currently learning mm-hmm. also in your head. So it's just a lot of information that your brain is going through all at one time. Mm-hmm. But learning is not difficult. It's the, it's more just uh, memorization and the building factor of like all of this new stuff combined with everything that you already knew. And you'd think, though, that taking it in a shorter amount of time would be easier on memorization and even building because it's just the most that you're remembering is from a month ago or so. But is it just that it's so much processing in your brain, like so much material at once? Yeah, especially with math at these higher levels. And as I take more and more math classes, it'll be more challenging because it's just more difficult generally (laughs) okay um and so what classes do you plan on taking next or like for your major or what are you interested in pursuing in the math world um i'm an undeclared major so i don't have any direction i'm taking the math classes because i know they're going to be useful for whatever i choose Mm mm-hmm um, currently, I'm thinking of going in two directions. One of them would be uh, pre-engineering, which would mean a lot more of these calc classes. I'd have to take linear algebra, um, differential equations, etc., etc., and those would just help with the physics that I'd be taking. Um, and then also I could take uh, my education more in the direction of a economics. Mm. Um, and that would mean taking more uh, like statistics almost classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so would one be more work than the other or just different yeah the the physics direction is going to be much harder right and not necessarily because of the like math itself but because it's very applied and what does that mean it means that you're taking something and you're using it to do actual problems um, rather than like talking about things hypothetically yeah you're applying your your math knowledge right away so you're taking a physics class, but using what you learned, like, last block in calculus or something like that? Yeah. And so, with the block plan, how, what does it look like as you get closer to your major with, if you're, if you're going to be a pre-engineering major, what do your last blocks look like? Would you be... Because I feel like it would get pretty, like, split up um, if you take a physics class and then you take a math class and then you take a physics class. Like, well, I really are there things that are more tiered? like, four math classes left if I were to do that. Mm-hmm. And then it's all physics from then on. Although there's several classes in the physics department that I can take before. Uh, 
and those are all ones that don't rely that heavily on the math. Mm-hmm. So I would be able to take a mechanics, um, electromagnetism, um, and then like astronomy. That's cool. But as soon as I start taking more modern physics classes, then it would be, it would mean that I would need the prerequisites of taking those math classes too. Right. Right. And so with all these really challenging courses, is it also difficult to like retain focus and all that information in the, is it three hours? Yeah, the class is three hours long. And do you get a break? Yeah, we usually get a break in the middle because it's about, usually a professor will lecture for the first half and then we'll do group work um, for the second half of the class. Mm-hmm. And are there, do the professors have like office hours and things like that? Are they accessible for help? or? There's, there's so many resources to help you if you need it, um, especially with math. You can, your professor, you like almost always has office hours. And then there's always a paraprof whose job it is to help you with this work. A what? A paraprofessional. Like the math paraprof is a girl who graduated last year and is like pursuing a job teaching math. Mm -hmm. And so she just does that but teaches at the college. That's cool. Um, yeah, so you, they're a really great resource because they usually took the class that you're taking. They know the professor really well and they can help you out with like specific assignments. Mm-hmm. And then we also have the Quantitative Reasoning Center, which is like peer help with math. Mm-hmm. And... Um, there's basically just tutoring hours and all the different step areas of the stem yeah there are different tutors for and there's a schedule online and you can go in and they're just fellow students who are especially good at a certain subject who can help you out with it that's nice yeah that's a lot of resources yeah um and so if you do go down the route of, like, the physics and math with a pre-engineering major, do you do you notice an, any sort of, I don't know, reputation or standard with you being a math person, quote-unquote? Or, like, growing up, did you, like, do you think that you were labeled as a like math person opposed to being like oh I I hate math I'm not good at math and were you in like the higher math classes or did you have were you always at the top of the class and did you always like were you always confident that you could pursue like higher math education um growing up yes I was always in the top and then when I got to wearing there, it put me in a lower class. <laughs> um, even though Jared and I had the same prior education, we got put into separate math classes. And are you mad? 
Uh, no, because I ended up in the same place that I would have been. Um, right. And it didn't really set me back at all. Uh-huh. Um, and it, re- it also gave me reason to dive deeper into the other liberal arts, and I got really good at writing because of that. That's good. Um, so... I guess I used to see myself as a math person when I was probably, like, 14 years old. But then, since then, I've been seeing myself as much more multifaceted. Right, just more overall well-rounded. Yeah. You're a math person, but you're also a writing writing person, a humanities person, an art person, whatever it be. Um, And then at college... In the math classes and physics and whatever, chemistry, all those challenging classes, it, are you still at the top of the class or is it is it hard and do you struggle sometimes and do you ever question yourself and your place to be there? You know what I mean? Um, are you ever insecure certainly. about your place if you can actually do it? Do you doubt yourself at all? Certainly, but it's usually... The the thing about these classes that I'm taking is that there's a lot of kids that, like, with calculus, especially in the past two classes I've taken, almost everybody that's in the class has already taken it uh, in high school, usually. Mm-hmm. So, like, my Calc 2 classes, all these freshmen that had already taken it. Mm-hmm. And so they already knew what they were doing, and it was more just making sure that the professor knew what pace I needed to go at to learn it for the first time, whereas these kids were basically just doing it for a refresher. Right. And how big was your class? 25 kids. Mm-hmm. And so a good portion of that um, was made up of freshmen that were just doing it as a refresher. Yeah. That's interesting. And then also, like, several sophomores that were in the same boat as me trying to learn it for the first time. Or maybe for the second time, but... Mm -hmm. And so, does that mean, like, could you just retake Calc 2? If, say, you you go a whole semester of not taking a math class and you're wanting to dive more into writing or politics or whatever it may be, and then next year you need a refresher on Cal 2, would you take it again or no? No, because you can only take it once for credit. So if I were, I, I mean, I could do that, but it would mean wasting the tuition for that <laughs> block right, right. on doing something that I already learned. It would make more sense just to practice it on Khan Academy or whatever <laughs> in your free time. Okay. All right. Um, and then is there anything that you've learned from calc um or any of the other math classes that you've taken so far in your first year and a half that um you think is really important to know or any advice for going into um college mathematics uh make sure your algebra is sharp yeah yeah if you don't (laughs) if you're not good at algebra you're not gonna be good at anything (laughs) okay so make sure you know algebra yeah because i came out of high school and was terrible at algebra and how'd you get good at it just doing so many problems 
mm-hmm. where I needed it. And eventually, it, it, you learn it, but you just needed to practice it a lot more. Yeah. Algebra, yeah, I have the same problem. I really am not com- comfortable or confident with um, my algebra. And, yeah. And I, because I, I skipped the actual course switching from middle school to high school, I just skipped it. Um, so I, I really never, like, was formally taught it, and then I just have been, I don't know, not really, not really doing too well, but kind of just making my own way. Yeah. Yeah. So algebra. Um, okay. And then what are, what are the other math classes that you've taken besides calculus? Are there any? Um, not specifically in the math department. Okay. No. And so what are the next... After Calc 3, is it Calc 4, or does it move on to something else? No, after Calc 3, you, you then you take Linear and ODE. ODE? ODE. ODE. Yeah. Ordinary Differential Equations. That sounds fancy. Yes. It's pretty cool. Um, Alright, well, I'll have to check back in with you in a while to see... Um, what path you've gone on. What yeah, for you've sure. Taken. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, thank you. What was it? Hexagon hunting? Yeah. Okay, thank you, Hexagon hunting, um, for sitting down with me and um, taking the time. Yeah, my to talk pleasure. To me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, as always, thanks to my lovely listeners for listening to this episode. Um, and there will be more to come. I have lots of fun ideas. What's the face for? There's no face. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, this was Speaking Tangentially with Sess the Plug, and as always, happy mathing. <laughs>